there, campers. While we're gathering around the campfire, we just want to let you know we are not what you would call experts. What we do have is a love for researching and discussing the lore of cryptids, creatures, and an occasional spooky woman that can eat our soul. So if you are in need of immediate help with the chupacabra in your yard, please consult someone else. Also, this podcast isn't for kids. These campfire stories can contain graphic and explicit content that may not be suitable for young campers. Solicitor discretion is advised. Welcome back to Loring, our folklore podcast, where we tell you the history and stories of different legends and lore from around the world. And we're going to jump right into it today. Brian, we didn't prep for this at all, and we normally do, so what did you find a Loring this week? Well, I, I, I forgot to ask you ahead of time if I was allowed to talk about what I found a Loring this week, so I'm just going to be really vague about it. Um, okay. We. Is so, it what we've been working on? Yeah, so I'm just going to be really vague about it. Just be vague about it, yeah. So, <laughs> we have just some very exciting things coming to the Alluring uh, family. Um, so, I don't know, it could be could be maybe some new stuff, maybe maybe some more shows, maybe, who knows, you know? Um, but we've been, we've been working hard. Kimmy has been just designing stuff nonstop all week. We got our <laughs> editor, Chris, um, soon to maybe not be just an editor. We'll see. You know, I don't, I don't want to give anything away, but I'm just very excited about it. And it's all I've really been thinking about. <laughs> and, and if it makes you feel better, I felt like you were going to want to say something about this. Yeah. So I did put in announcements cool. a little like a little guide for you so you can like geek out more about it later. Cool. But I I've been having lots of fun working on the different designs for all of these and it's really funny how dramatically different everything is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like I'm working back at a print and production spot, but, like, for something I want to do instead of just making signs for every construction company in a 30-foot radius, (laughs) which is much different energy. Yeah. Um, Is that what you found, Deloring, or do you have your own thing this week? Um, I could do my own thing. I don't know. What's my own thing that I find alluring? Um, oh, um, if you're watching a video, maybe I can lean out and you can see it. My annual Hogwarts party is almost upon us. And I, (laughs) here's my problem as a crafty, artsy person that can produce things that look good. 
Because there's a difference between being crafty and, like, not being able to, which is fine. Craft, craft how you need, you know? And then there's, and then crafting and making something that looks really polished and well done. Yeah. Um, I have not been able to find, I think it's pronounced mandrakes, that I have liked. Yeah. For years. And the ones I do like, I do not have the funds to do it as... A millennial falling under corporate greed in our current <laughs> economy. That's not something I could budget for, you know. Yeah. Gotta, can't take away the avocado toast, am I right? Yeah. So, <laughs> that's what it is. I, that's, that's all it is. That's where, that's where all the problems lie, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm but, not a huge Harry Potter person. <laughs> are mandrakes, is that the thing that you sent me? the picture of yes okay yeah these are these are awesome so we had a meeting that we were doing about future alluring stuff to be all cool kids right and i was like hey i can't turn on my camera or put on my headphones or speakers anything um but my hand is covered in air dried clay and i'm trying to sculpt this root creature from harry potter as decoration <laughs> And I, like, sent it to them without telling them that precursor. Yeah. And they were really confused. But pretty much, I've just been working on a lot of Potter party decorations. I had my my sister-in-law and one of her good friends. We took, like, time and made a bunch of different, like, spell potion bottles. Not and nice. used, like, the vegetable glycerin. Because, like, it doesn't, like, strain the color out. But it makes it all, like, loopy so you can seal it and stuff. Yeah. And I have, like, one giant mandrake and, like, three baby ones and one I'm going to put in, like, a jar. And I've been really busy with that, but it's been really fun, and I'm super excited because <laughs> there's just a lot of things I'm putting into it. But it's going to be great. Yeah, you, so definitely, you definitely should post the the thing you sent us in the discord after this episode because it's 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 cute it's it's creepy but it's cute yeah it's the i don't like how like skinny long boy mandrix are <laughs> so i made him like chubby totoro energy yeah i'll i'll post on discord i think we have like an art art channel yeah at the moment and things may be changing soon <laughs> but, well, maybe but maybe. i'll post I'll post it there. I'll post that cute, chubby, ugly-ish creature. Yeah. <laughs> um, speaking of cute, chubby... <laughs> yeah. That's a solid one. Um, <laughs> guess what? Oh, well, then I... Um, so, I'm going to have a soundboard back next week, guys. Don't you worry. But in the meantime, uh, cute campfire sound. Beware of Oscar in the lake. Rain in the sky, the thunder quakes. To ignore this would be a mistake. What are we talking about, Kimmy? So, when you look out at a lake, you probably wonder how cold the water is or how many fish live in there. The last thing on your mind is what mysteries may lie in the bottom. One thing you'll want to keep in mind when visiting the lake of Indiana is, is the possibility of there being a creature lurking deep. 
Under the murky waters, there's a cryptid that hibernates under the mud and muck and only comes out for something to eat before quickly retreating back to its watery home. Do -do 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 -do. So this week we'll be talking about the Beast of Boscow, a cryptid that became famous in the small town of Churubusco, India? I think that's how you say it. <laughs> Didn't prep them this in time. Indiana, not India. In <laughs> Indiana. In <laughs> Very different places. It's been good. It's already start Indiana. You know, I was like, this week we're doing an American folklore. Like, maybe, maybe we're just nail it on our first try. Here we are. Oh yeah, that feels like it's gonna be a meme later. Good, <laughs> great. So, legend of this creature was first seen in 1898, but it wasn't until 1950s that. This creature would not only become the talk of the town, but would hit national news. And now, for all of our lovely listeners, if you would like to see this week's illustration, you can see it on our website, you can see it on our social media, or you can come hang out on YouTube, and you can watch our video where I post the illustration here. And look at how cute it is. I try to, I've like tried to do the cryptid bottles where it's a cryptid bottle label. Oh my god, I always point the wrong direction. <laughs> <laughs> so, and there he is. Little, some, I can't remember what I wrote on it. Oscar Swamp Water. Delicious. Yeah, I'm gonna need about 20 um, of these. I love turtles. Yeah, so when you look up like Gamer Girl Water, it's like hit number two. Just as like a heads up for all those in the market for some yummy cryptid water. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For all those that catch that reference, I know that's a little oldie, but a little, little throwback. <laughs> so, origins. Now, this section is super short because there isn't any lore origins I could find about a large lake turtle-like creature related to this one. Now, if you'd like to go learn about the Aspid Och, I, you know, I saw you helping me and breaking that down. That's Aspid Ochilon. Is that right? <laughs> Ryan's literally go in our it. notes right now <laughs> typing how to break it down because this was I believe it's Aspidochi line. Aspidochi oh, line. Aspid oh. sounds right. As but again, this is Greek, so I mean, I'm just winging it as well. I don't know. That's, yeah. So if you want to learn yeah. more about that, <laughs> a giant land turtle from the good Greek news mythology. is that's not what we're talking about this week. <laughs> yeah, no, we're yeah. I'm I'm not emotionally well enough to even say the difference between Indiana and India right now. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, but if you guys want to go learn more about that, go listen to episode six, "Deceiving Creatures of the Deep." This is way back when we were insane and would do two topics an episode. So Ryan covers that. <laughs> Um, so that's the closest thing I could find to a possible origin story. So when you're done with the episode, you can go listen to that. But th there's honestly nothing. This is in a class of its own. I couldn't find anything from, like, anywhere. 
Like, I found facts about turtle symbolism in other cultures, but not, like, a creature kind of thing, so. Yeah. But I think the possible switched. origins are there's a giant turtle in this lake. Yeah, that's that's really all yeah, I could find that's, is... That's the origin. Giant lake turtle in Indiana. So, moving on, the Beast of Buscow was given the name after the legend of the turtle that made it to national news. Newspapers around the country deemed the reptile as, quote, the Beast of Buscow, quote, since the creature was from Churubuscow, Indiana, and everyone that saw it thought it resembled a beast. So, it most commonly goes by the name of Oscar, and it's believed there is one of three reasons it was given this name. <laughs> so the most popular theory is the beast is named after Oscar Fluke, the first person who saw the creature. Um, the next one is just like someone... <laughs> this theory, I think, is a little ridiculous. So Merle Litchie claims that it was actually named after Oscar Lisey, a local realtor, but the Lisey brothers quickly shut that down. So, I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of tension with landlords right now, so <laughs> <laughs> that, that one's a nope. Because <laughs> it doesn't really, it doesn't make sense with like any of the sightings. No, why would a random local realtor, yeah, any whom. No. And, and we'll just finally, shut that theory down right here. You heard it here, folks. Alluring said it. It's not named after Oscar Lisey. So. Nope. Definitely not. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're crushing it like the housing market's been crushed. Um, <laughs> and finally, many believe that Fail Harris, who later owned the lake, had his son, Vaughn? Vaughn? I'm Vaughn? Vaughn? Oh, my God. Dear Lord, what is it today? There's, I should have had a drink in my water. His son, Vaughn, picked the name, and since Oscar was a general and popular name given to turtles in the area, just stuck. So now there's, there's like no origin, no history, super short section, but now you know about the two different names of this creature. Nothing more, nothing super complicated, not like 60 different versions to say it, so... I want to hand it off to Ryan so he can tell you all about the cryptids the locals have encountered. I don't know why right. I said cryptids because it's one, but you'll, well, you'll see. Yeah. You'll figure it out. <laughs> um, before I go, uh, MH in chat says, Ah, uh, yes, India, my favorite state. <laughs> anyway, uh, shout out MH. Um, all right. <laughs> So, for our first sighting, um, this is the folk sighting um, from Oscar Folk, previously uh, mentioned by Kimmy just now. So, three miles outside of downtown Churubusco, there was a small dirt road with a seven-acre lake. Oscar Folk, a farmer and the owner of Folk Lake, was swimming around the small lake when he saw the large turtle firsthand. He told others of his encounter but few cared, and it really wasn't a big deal to locals. It seemed that the legend of this mysterious creature was going to quickly die, but this wouldn't be the first or last sighting of this cryptid. So, fast, so that was, I think I said it, but just in case, that was 1898. Fast forward, this is 1948. So, after more than 50 years, the property changed owners, 
and belonged to a farmer. Oh, I never changed this line. Wait, yeah, I did. Okay. And belonged to... The, <laughs> by the farmer name of Gail Harris. On July 27th in 1948, Harris let two locals, Ora Blue and Charlie Wilson, go out fishing on the lake. A peaceful day out fishing quickly changed when they noticed a large shadow approaching their boat. Hmm. Aura Blue recalls the following. We saw the big waves a-rolling up. Came the turtle. I've never seen one so big. I saw that big head sticking up and the waves going away like a submarine. I don't know what they sound like in Indiana. Of course they Yeah. And um, if you want to make that a fun game, every time you hear the word big, just take a shot. Yes. <laughs> Uh, for legal reasons, <laughs> don't do that. Um, so, whatever it was, Hi. even tried to take their fishing poles. But the two terrified held on for dear life as it came as quickly as it left. Terrified, they quickly got out of the water and told people about the encounter. One of them was their brother-in-law, Gail Harris. And it wouldn't be long till Harris would believe them. After a first-hand experience. You know, the thing is, it would make me think if they got heat stroke the first time I hear this story. You know what I mean? Maybe. Because you have two people out fishing on the lake all Mm -hmm. day, right? Mid-July heat. (laughs) So I'm like, so I get the... Skepticism, I think that's how you say it, at first from Gail. Because yeah. he's like, hmm, okay then. You know what I mean? Yeah, but okay. great news is Gail became a believer in Ooh. the same year, but this time in the early autumn of 1948. Just a few months after his brother-in-law's encounter, saw the creature firsthand. Oroville Reese, the local church minister, and Harris uh, were helping pack up Harris's barn, or sorry, patching up his barn roof when he noticed something large moving across the lake. He called out to Harris and pointed it out, but Harris said it must be something and shrugged it off as the two of them went about their day. <laughs> so this, this Gale guy just keeps just missing it. But then, the next day, Harris and the minister noticed the shape again, swimming in the opposite direction, being more active. They took the half-mile journey to the lake, but by the time they reached it, the shape had disappeared. That's when they decided to hop on the water and see if they could find whatever the large shadow was. Once on the boat, they noticed something in the water, and here are the events, as Harris recalls. (laughs) So we got in the boat. And we see something in the water. And he was looking down on the side of the boat. And I was looking on the side of the boat. And he says, here it is over here. And I said, no, here it is over here. Well, he says, it can't be. And I says, well, it is right there. It is. There's its tail. He says, there's its head right over here. We had the boat right over it, and the turtle was the size then. So they're both seeing opposite sides of this turtle. You know, you look down on the side of the boat and see it here and on this side. It's a pretty good-sized turtle. 
I just love like that's <laughs> I love his description. He's just so the too long didn't read of that is him and this priest were like that's a big turtle. <laughs> it, no, it's a pretty good sized turtle. <laughs> yeah, and see, so when when you think of like a cryptid and someone says like, oh, this is a giant turtle, like how big are you thinking? Like, I mean, if you I, if you I didn't think... already do the history. I would think it would be, like, a large dog. Oh, okay. See, when, when I heard Beast of Busco, I thought this thing's got to be massive. I was thinking, like, Godzilla-type <laughs> monster. But it turns out that Harris estimated that the turtle was about six feet long and four feet wide, which, don't get me wrong, is a very big turtle. But I was expecting... A beast, not just a pretty big turtle. Um, and for our I non, let's go ahead. Sorry. Well, I was gonna say I think the whole thing of what I consider large and you consider large is just how men think versus women. And yeah, yeah. I'm about point. six feet tall and four feet wide alone. So this turtle, the turtle's just me. See, I, I was thinking, I was thinking big. Um, and for our non, like, sorry, for our, like, non, like, using feet for measurement things, um, <laughs> I believe that's about 1.8 meters tall um, for our overseas friends. Which, again, not that big. Not that big. <laughs> that's, like, that's the height you're probably looking for on your Tinder swipes. Exactly. Every guy is six foot on Tinder. (laughs) Every, everyone. Oh, I don't miss those days. Shout out to everyone who's Tinder. Yeah, and it said with the head the size of a baby's, which again is not that big. I have a nephew. He's got a big head. But it's, I wouldn't consider him a beast. No, it's not the, the baby's head. It's the baby with the as head a whole. the size of a baby. Okay, well, that's which is still, different. That's, that's it's different, but that, I'm just that's eight pounds. I was just expecting baby. more out of something called the Beast of Busco, like, but you well, know. Well, the other thing too is like, I, I've, I don't know. I think you were in that photography class in college where we had to take pictures of the desert snapping turtle. Did you have to do yeah, that? Yeah, that where the guy brought his own turtle and we had to photograph it. Yeah. Yeah, I like, took that class. I remember, I remember that. And the idea of that thing chasing me was terrifying. Like, I loved it. But it. if it snapped, like, I wouldn't want to be on the end. So I was like, well, what would make that more terrifying if it was the size of a large dog? Because I feel it gets to a point where it's so large, I go into hide mode versus run mode. And the idea of it being kind of dog to human size is it's still in run mode. And I can't well, the, outrun the it at is, that point. At the end of the day, it's still a turtle. So you don't really got to run. You can just kind of... <laughs> just kind of saunter away and you'll be just fine (laughs) just just take a few extra steps and you'll be good um sorry but back on track um 
So after this event, Harris continued to see the turtle many different times uh, during autumn. Even his son, Vaughn, reported seeing the turtle as he brought the cows in. Uh, Vaughn told his father about it, and in response, Harris told him to go grab the family as he hopped into his handy-dandy rowboat again to get a closer look at it. While out on the water, he grabbed onto the creature's tail, don't do that, um, which caused it to heave out of the water and capsize the rowboat. So when Vaughn came back with the family, they found Harris holding onto a tree limb with the boat tipped over. Now, what are the odds Harris just grabbed a tree limb and fell in and was like, oh, it was the turtle. <laughs> I swear. <laughs> turtle did it. Just the turtle theory. did it. Yeah. Turtle put me right over. Yeah. Put me over like a biscuit in the Damn turtle. Always. <laughs> That's pretty great. I didn't even think. I was like, "Wow, that sounds believable." And then you say yeah. that, and it's like, "Yeah." Uh, but how did he get it? Do you think he grabbed the branch, scared himself out of the water, climbed up the tree, posi- like shuffled Whoa. his hair a little bit? And Have I you went, ever stood oh, in a rowboat? They're not the most like <laughs> stable thing, so it's possible he just like reached over into the water and fell in, and it was too embarrassed. So he just oh. said, yeah. Okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll go with embarrassed, embarrassed yeah. for 500. Um, <laughs> but these encounters would lead to a lifelong obsession of Harris hunting down the turtle. Um, yeah, that which we'll, we'll get. So, sighting number three. Now, it's rumored that the reason Harris could no longer find Oscar is because the turtle moved. In July of 1950, there was a giant turtle sighting at a swamp at Black Oak, about 100 miles from Cherbusco. A Lake County surveyor by the name of Samuel E. Brownstein and a farmer by the name of Henry Ewan were draining the swamp into the Little Calumet River when they noticed something swimming towards them. As it got closer, it looked like a large alligator. Um... A large alligator slash snapping turtle described to have a head as big as a human. Now, now we're getting to beast size. <laughs> now it feels more beast. The turtle's no longer a baby head. Now it's <laughs> as big as a full-size human, which is substantially larger than Harris ever said. So Ewan okay. described the following events as such. It was too big to even get into the 30-inch drain. I tried to help it. I pushed on its shell. But, man, when I saw the size of that thing, I knew it didn't want to ta- I knew I didn't want to tangle with it. It was as big as a beer barrel, which, again, is not that... Well, a barrel... Okay, maybe. It was as big I, as I a... Think the, I think the problem is with... All of these, they're all men describing the sizes, <laughs> and they're all exactly so dramatic. Yeah, you'd have been out there with a ruler. You see, guys is gonna be like, "No, what are you talking about? It's at least six inches." You know, like yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I'd be like, "No, no, 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 no." It was get, you. Get, get the crap. Get the ruler. <laughs> yeah. So if a guy's saying it's six foot, it's probably more like you know two feet long. So it's just a turtle. Uh, Anyway, 
It could Ooh, snap okay. your hand off in seconds. His six head is six inches. There it is, six inches across, <laughs> and he could hold a big orange in his mouth. That's not an orange. Is not that big. At first, I thought it was an old moss-covered log. He had so much moss on him, it looked like he was wearing a fur coat. I put my hand on him, thinking it was a log, but then he stuck his head out, and it looked me right in the eye. Gave me a turn. <laughs> Episode title is going to be The Six-Inch Beast of Moss. <laughs> Six-Inch Beast. That's a, that's a great name. So this event scared the two enough to persuade them to not go hunt down the turtle, and they ended up nicknaming it Methulisa on account of its old age, assumed old age. Um, but could this be Oscar? Well, the size is quite different. Or is there a whole breed of giant turtle cryptids we've yet to stumble upon? That is for you to decide, our dear listeners. <laughs> And, uh, and you can you can ponder that yeah. as we transition, tune in to our little radio, and take a quick. Creating a website without the right tools and support is a lot like dealing with a group of wild jackalopes. At first, it doesn't seem too intimidating, but once you start, it becomes very overwhelming, and you'll feel utterly defeated. But don't worry, because Bluehost knows its way around the wild, wild web and is here to help you on your website building journey. Bluehost has everything your website needs from startup to success, and they are there to help you every step of the way. Simply name your website, select a design template, and start building with the right hosting plan. Bluehost provides tons of ways to design your website, along with marketing tools, insightful analytics, and scalable growth. Y'all, I absolutely adore Bluehost because I was able to quickly design a website without having to mess around with a single line of code. Plus, they have hundreds of free and premium website themes to pick from, so it's easy to find one that suits your style and to create your very own website. And on top of all that, they have low monthly rates and a one-click WordPress installation with 24-7 support. With all their tools and support, you can just sit back, relax and listen to the wild jackalopes whistle some jolly old western tunes as you easily build a website that can hold its own on the wild wild web plus our listeners who sign up get a free domain name for the first year so what are you waiting for join bluehost today by going to our website alluring.com sponsors and clicking on our bluehost banner again Go to our website, alluring.com slash sponsors, and click on the Bluehost banner to start your website today. Do you like weird and strange stories? What about murders? How about aliens, ghosts, goblins, missing people, Bigfoot, dogman, possessions, folklore, missing planes, missing boats, haunted tunnels, towns that are burning, space travel, buried treasure, serial killers, and other oddities of the world? Well, you're in luck. Here at Project Skeptic, we cover these topics and more every week, with a midweek episode all about local legends and lore of Pennsylvania, my home state. Join us every Sunday and Wednesday as we look into the weird. Available on all podcast apps, find us on Facebook at Project Skeptic, 
or email us at projectskepticpod at gmail.com. Thank you, and stay weird. snapping turtle so it's about six feet wide and I was going to do Canada measurements or pretty much everywhere but US measurements 1.8 meters. but I didn't put that in so uh, I how many wait what you 1.8 meters 1.8 meters and weighs nearly 500 pounds where again here I have failed you all but I hope Google Which can is- 227 kilograms. Oh, I, I don't mean, know if I'm that's having the best a vision. <laughs> I'm having a vision. It's 226 26 kilograms. Roughly. Roughly. <laughs> There's my vision. There you go. Accurate, accurate to scale information. So now, if you're wondering what it looks like, I want you all to close your eyes. Imagine a cute little lake, and imagine a cute little baby turtle. All green, tiny, cute shell, you know, something that just brings you joy. And we're going to morph that into what this cryptid looks like. So the top part of the shell, the, I want to pronounce it wrong, carapace, um, which is the technical term for it, isn't smooth at all. It's actually a collection of spikes. We're given some prehistoric browser from Nintendo Energy. Um, it doesn't have a cute stubby tail. It has a long lizard-like tail with many bumps on it, so kind of gross. Um, its skin is more leathery and appears dry. It feels consistent. Uh, oh, its feet. It doesn't feel. Sorry. Well, it, it has emotions. Every animal has emotions. Maybe. But its feet consist of long claw-like nails, with, and it has tight skin around it, so it looks kind of like lizard feet. Um, its mouth appears more pointed like a parrot's beak and has tiny beady eyes that look like it stared into the sun for way too long. So if you look at this picture, <laughs> um, I can't remember. Oh, you can't really see. The eyes are kind of tiny and beady, but they're there. And um, the skin and the shell are a dark brown swampy color that allows it to easily hide in the mucky waters it calls home. And from my understanding, Oscar isn't aggressive, but a little shy. Uh, it takes a lot uh, for it to leave its swamp, and when it finally gets the courage to, it normally just goes for a quick little snack and scurries back and lurks to the waters we call home. So much like an introvert that goes to the fridge, gets some snacks, and scurries back to their bedroom <laughs> when their family wants to spend time with them. That's the best like little analogy for it. Now into history and events. We are going to dive. That was a pun. Do you want to hear this one? Pun. Okay, thanks Ryan. I just needed the, the size of disappointment to the puns is what really fuels my energy at the end of the day. Um, so back into Harris Cryptid Hut and how that went down. So Harris sighted of this massive turtle quickly spread around town, and even with all of his excitement of this new discovery, many citizens doubted him. 
And Harris was not going to take that standing down. <laughs> That's when he decided he was going to prove the existence of this turtle and capture it alive. So this picture right here is the trap that he had created. And I want to tell you a little bit more about it. So in March that's of 1949. That's not even a big trap. That's just like a... That's pretty... That's that just a normal turtle trap. <laughs> this, just, this was their first. I'm just disappointed. I'm so, I'll, it'll be, it, this will all be covered in modern takes. It's fine. That's fine. I, I feel like our units of measurement just need to be reevaluated. Yeah. That's I'm all. just, I'm and just real, you know, when I saw Beast of Bosco, I was just really hyped, and it's just... <laughs> well, here, now you know how, <laughs> now you know how people attracted to men feel. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> it's the same, same level of disappointment. We just want honesty. That's all we want. That's all it is. Just on, be honest. The turtle of Moscow. That's all it's got to be called. <laughs> Get creative. Refer to it as the beast of Moscow from this point forward. Just as like a way to spice things up in your relationships. So in March of 1949, he created a trap that consisted of wooden stakes and a roll of chicken wire making a funnel-like effect using raw bait to get him out of the swampy waters. At this point... Harris was very concerned in injuring the animal, which was really important, and he would veto any plans that would harm the creature. In doing this, a crowd showed up and watched at a distance for hours waiting to see if it would come out of the water. The crowd became restless as time ticked on, and that's when Oscar made his grand entrance. He walked onto shore, made his way into Harris' trap, took the bait, but because it wasn't sturdy enough, he easily broke through it and scurried back into the water. This left the town a buzz as word about this cryptid spread quickly. Wait. And the first hand encounter people had with it. And this wasn't good enough for Harris. So a whole enough. crowd of people saw it? Proof. Yes, a whole crowd of people saw oh, it. Oh shit, okay. Yeah, and like, we didn't put it in our notes because... I was kind of losing brain cells a little reading people tell their encounters. <laughs> but a lot of people were saying, like, what they saw. You know, they're like, it was this big. I was trying to take picture. I was trying to take video. Like, we didn't think yeah. it was going to happen. Like, this was a huge event, right? Wow. So now, if you go to the next picture, um, there's a bunch of different parts and things Harris tried to capture it. So, I listed them in order of how they happened, and I, I wrote it this way so you can see the sanity of this man spiral. <laughs> so, okay. at first, he tried a 300-foot net, but due to how strong he was, it broke. Next, I love this, they released a bunch of sea turtles into the lake. Since they weren't sure if Oscar was a girl or boy, they were hoping that Oscar would fall in love with one of them. But the plan didn't work, and they weren't able to locate the other sea turtles. Aren't sea turtles saltwater animals? Yeah. Yeah. And he put them in a, in a lake? Yeah. And then he couldn't find them. Perhaps. Just, just... 
This is just my thought. I'm just spitballing. Perhaps they just died because they're saltwater creatures. I don't know turtle biology, and maybe a turtle can survive in a lake from the ocean, but I don't... That doesn't sound oh, right I to have, me. I have no idea either, but I love the idea of bachelor turtles. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, like, maybe he'll fall in love and we'll get another Bosco out there. Yeah, I. that's why I love that. And yeah. I always think it's really cute, like, characters where they'll do character designs where they're, like, dramatic appearance differences. Mm-hmm. And I love the idea of this giant beast and this little itty beastie turtle falling in love. It's very wholesome and cute to me. <laughs> so, I like to think they didn't die, but, you know, mm-hmm. biology and science could say otherwise. And then... Third is he tried to use a homemade periscope, but due to the murky water, the tube they used actually damaged Harris' eyes. Not eyes, just one of them. Um, So since none of these plans worked, he ended up reaching out to two divers that were willing to get into the water to search for the giant turtle, which, one, if this turtle existed, you could not pay me to get in that water to search for that creature. Absolutely not, no. Nope. So, first went Woodrow Rigsby, but they had to cut the search short due to a suit malfunction. Oh, that's a little tongue twister. Um, Second went in Walter Johnson. He spent over two hours on the bottom searching for Oscar and ended up getting stuck waist deep in the muck at the bottom, which sounds (laughs) even worse than finding (laughs) the beast of Oscar. Yeah, that's... I... I listen, I love the water and I love the ocean, but the idea of getting stuck in something unknown with a creature yeah. just living there no does shot. not sound like a good time. Not at all. So after this, Harris was getting frustrated. And much like a 90s cartoon villain that has had enough, he turned to some good old dynamite. <laughs> Harris was going to get his proof of this giant turtle. But now, he didn't care if the turtle was dead or alive. He went from, we gotta keep this boy safe, to like, I gotta get my check, I gotta get my bread, kind of thing. And Harris tried using dynamite to bring the turtle to the surface of the water, but like his other plans, it did not work. (laughs) Maybe that's why he left the lake and moved upstream. This dude was throwing dynamite at him. (laughs) He's like... He's probably telling the sea turtles, he's like, listen, I have the worst neighbors here. Yeah. Like, I've been looking to relocate. Yeah. <laughs> Interest rates are too high in the lakes <laughs> next door, but but this is this is just getting ridiculous. <laughs> but listen, Harris was not gonna let this defeat him. Probably filled with rage at this point, he decided to drain the lake in the late summer of nineteen forty-nine. <laughs> so this whole thing for all of you like gamer fans is very Eggman energy from like Sonic just the sanity of this man yeah, <laughs> just, just feels a lot line. like that and, and I get it when you want to prove something and be like this is real but I feel like it just like 
it kept just getting worse and worse and worse. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And like, he was already that far anyway. Like, there's no point of going back at that point. So, um, he got a bump, went to work, drained the lake down to only one acre. So, there was hope. Harris looked onto the lake as 200 people stood and watched as Oscar dramatically emerged from the water and ate a full-grown duck in a single bite, having it be one of the most spectacular performances Oscar had performed. So, picture the scene from Free Willy, if you are old enough and you've seen that movie, yeah, or yeah. the movie poster, where Willy just jumps out of the water. That was Oscar one biting a bird and going back into the water. <laughs> and 200 people saw it. Yeah. The thing is, I... the whole time during all these hunts, people are watching it because they just want to see it for themselves. You know what I mean? Well, I, 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 have, I have an issue, um, which this goes back to the Bigfoot episode. 200 people were there and not one of them got a photo. There were cameras in 1949. They weren't good cameras, but they there were cameras. I, I knew. People had access to them. I knew you were going to bring it up. They, they just want, listen, they were living in the moment, Ryan. Mm. They were all, they were all blue. Canon, Canon had a camera in 1949. We're not even talking, like, obscure brands. Like, that's... <laughs> were they really expensive? I, I mean, probably, I but 200 people? Like, come on. I, I used to know the history of, like, Canon and Cameron's and stuff in college, but now I know it. Zip, nada. <laughs> yeah, I just... So no photos. You're I right. continue well, to be okay. let down by people every week because nobody <laughs> brings a camera. I think that's how. If anyone ever wants to get on Ryan's good grace, when you meet us, please have three cameras on your person, and you're yeah. like that's where your the phone, respect will be. A earned. digital and a film, so you have no excuse. Have you, have you seen Gravity Falls before? Uh, a couple episodes. No, I haven't watched it. I, I want to send you, have you seen the one with the lake monster? No. Okay, so, spoilers or whatever. Um, the lake monster episode, it's Dipper Mabel, and I can't remember his name, but he's like the handyman around the shop, right? They're going to go find this lake monster to get money, and... <laughs> Dipper's like, we're going to get pictures of it. So he gives, like, everyone, like, 12 disposable cameras. And he's like, have one here, 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 here. We're going <laughs> to get these pictures. Right? And it's the funniest thing because that whole episode is, like, they'll be like, oh, don't toss it over. He's like, don't toss them overboard. And she's like, oh, toss them overboard and throws a camera overboard. <laughs> it's just them, like, ridiculously getting Slowly rid of these cameras. Slowly losing cameras. <laughs> so... I just see that scene and I feel like that's what happens in those situations and that's why we don't get pictures. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's the last thing people think of <laughs> when they see a giant beast turtle. Oh, it cracks me up. I'll send you that video. But anyway, free willy moment happens. Magical. Everyone's like, ooh, and awe. 
And at this very moment, Harris's pump broke. He made a final attempt to drag the lake with a crane, but at last it failed, and like countless times before, Oscar disappeared into the murky waters. So the hunt for this turtle left Harris' reputation and finances damaged. His dream in getting rich on capturing the beast was crushed, and even though he did all he could, it seemed that Oscar was never meant to be captured, but to be free. Harris gave up the hunt in December of 1949 due to health issues, and he even sold the farm a year later, having the heavy rains fill up the lake again, the one he worked so hard to drain. <laughs> so that's the hunt, and I think it's pretty intense. Like, the town freaking loved it. <laughs> Just, I'm, just, I'm disappointed. Are you? <laughs> Ryan, I hope, I hope in your lifetime you'll be able to see a cryptid yeah. for, with your own eyes and not have a camera on yeah. you. Oh my god. <laughs> I, um, just. Is a little off topic, but kind of on topic. I recently saw the new Jordan Peele movie, Nope. And, um, I. No spoilers at all, don't worry. But um, it's basically about them, like, trying to get a photo or a video of an alien. And it's perfect <laughs> because they set up security cameras. They have regular cameras. They hire a film guy to try and record it on film. Like, they cover all the steps. And I just think we need more of that in the cryptid <laughs> world. We... We need, like, you know how there's the mystery gang? I'm making a bunch of 90s references today. Oh, my goodness. We need, like, the cryptid video gang. You know what yeah. I mean? Yes. And that's their whole job is just to film. They just go out and film. Mm -hmm. Like, do what you want with that. Just mention us. Put us as, like, a little sponsor sticker on your van. Just change the colors, you know, so it's not, like... Green and purple, I don't know. Do you like orange and blue? Put our little logo there, and you're done. Yeah, <laughs> All right. So now we're going to shift to the effects of this event. So even though the capture of Oscar didn't go as planned, a national news article titled Busco made its final appearance on the 13th of October in 1949 helped out the town of Indiana, putting it on the map. So if you look at this side, this town goes hard for turtles. Oh. So the impact of Oscar led to the unnotable town soon becoming the, t um, the tale of the enormous snapping turtle. The town's business, schools, parks, pretty much everything you could slap a turtle on it had a turtle on it. Oscar made quite an impression like a good non-trademark character is quickly set up like an unhinged U.S. marketing manager that has no concept of copyright laws and believes if he like it, it is his. It's okay. I don't feel anything personal about that from my <laughs> years as a designer. Um, <laughs> here is a list of some things you'll find honoring Oscar if you visit the town. So, Whitley County Historic Museum holds a few historical items from Harris's turtle event. They also have a children's book on the subject. Um, there is a turtle shell labeled Beast of Bosco, and it hangs in the Two Brothers restaurant that's supposed to be the size of how big that turtle was. And there's a small statue of a turtle that sits on the sidewalk as the main intersection in the center of the small town. 
And what better way for a town to show its love for a creature than by partying? Every June, this town throws a festival in Oscar's honor known as Turtle Days. This festival includes parades, carnival rides, a 5K race, live music, and even a turtle race. So they love, they love this, and I love that they love this. Hell yeah. And now, Ryan, it is time for... Is it science or the church? I really need to make like a little sound effect for so it. So I have good so reasoning now. for this one on why okay. I think it is what it is. So in my sightings, um, the first time Harris saw it, he was with Orville Reese, who is the church minister. So I think Orville Reese might have gone off and did his own thing and was like that's the devil or something like that (laughs) so I'm gonna go with what seems like the underdog answer and go with uh, the church oh okay um now Ryan I got both buttons ready you were doing so good Uh for so long Yep. and that's Mm -hmm. going to end today Oh, that's so depressing. (laughs) Oh, well. (laughs) Oh my goodness, that one guy was. (laughs) Wow, that that went from one to one hundred. That was just like I finally get my soundboard back and I get it wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's why. <laughs> We're getting rid of the soundboard again. I'm sorry. The pride I, isn't worth it. I had to do what I gotta do, you know? <laughs> so now, during the notes, you'll notice that I brought up some information about alligator snapping turtles. Well, it's believed the beast of Busco is nothing more than a large alligator snapping turtle. So here's like a lovely picture of what they look like, just so you guys kind of have an idea. So, the largest alligator snapping turtle ever has been in the 250 to 300 pound range. Though Oscar is estimated to be 500 pounds, many have dismissed it as eyewitnesses simply overestimating how large or heavy Oscar actually is. (laughs) Classic. (laughs) Classic. So, many also believe Oscar died during the attempts to capture it. The stress of it was too much and the creature sunk to the bottom of the lake and died of suffocation after burying itself to avoid the draining performed by Harris. Since alligator snapping turtles live up to 75 years in captivity, but only between 11 to 45 years in a stressful environment, the timeline lines up when the animal will never be seen again. It's worth noting that the Indiana Department of Natural Resources says that the historic range of this species is mostly the southern part of the state. The last live one found there was in 1991. So still, that doesn't mean there was not a large snapper in the lake at one point, though. So if you keep in mind when the first sighting was, which was like, what was it, 1898, and then Harris was like, Oh my gosh, 1949? Yeah. Wow, sorry. Yeah, I had, yeah. I had 18, some 1898 was the first one with Oscar Folk. 
Um, yeah, and then 1948 is when the Harrises got involved. Yeah, so that's that's like 50 years, right? And the thing to yeah. keep in mind, it's if if that boy went under stress, you know, then that's going to make it so it's like, and it croaks. So that's why scientists believe that. But um, since we don't have any physical proof except for the traps Oscar destroyed, there really is no way to prove this is a large alligator snapping turtle. But it could be something more mysterious. So now, with all this hearsay about the beast being dead or just some large alligator snapping turtle, many say nay. There are rumors that this cryptid is alive, and he's escaped to a different lake through a series of interconnected tunnels and canals leading out of the Fluke Lake. This could explain, as it may be, the beginning of the turtle at Black Oak Swamp. There are also theories that it survived in Lake Fluke, and it's burying itself in the bottom of the mud and going into stasis for a minute. So, here's the picture of the net from the hunt, because it's like the only proof we have. <laughs> so, we will never know if Oscar still resides in the lake or not, since the current owners of the land refuse to let the lake be searched. Some believe it's because this event raised the nine-acre lake property value to one million, and the current owners don't want it to go down in value. Others say it's because the owners like to believe in the mystery of what could be living in the lake. Now, I do want to say, in the housing market we are currently in, it sadly is probably more greed at the end of the day. But hey, what do I know as a millennial almost in her 30s that keeps getting bought out by companies with cash offers that are only wanting to flip these starter homes and sell them for double their value or make them one of their many rental properties. But what do I know about landlords and capital greed? <laughs> Did you just boo me for that? No, that's not you. That's, that's me booing, booing the people you're talking about. I was like, I am validated. In no, that. no, that was that was directed at that was yeah that was that was to back you up. Okay, thanks, Th thanks yeah. for thanks for the backup booze. I was like, yeah. Ex excuse, right? Do you have a house, Ryan? <laughs> no. It's okay. We'll I, get there eventually. But uh, going back to everything you just said, um, the snap the the alligator snapping turtle makes a lot of sense. I, I knew like, you would, that would be the one you'd go with. Yeah, that, that, that 100% makes sense that there's, I mean, if they, they, they exist, you know, so yeah, I don't know if they <laughs> exist in that area, but, uh, you know, yeah. Yeah, it, it's a, it's a good possibility, but in closing, I like to believe it isn't just some alligator snapping turtle and the creature lives on some lake in Indiana, sleeping at the bottom of the murky water it calls home. I do hope one day I'll be able to see it emerge from the lake, much like the scene from Free Willy, but until that day, I don't plan to go on hunting this 500-pound nautical cryptid. <laughs> so, there's a little history and fun facts, and now we're on to modern takes with Ryan. Yes. You have um, some modern takes today? So, I'm going to show you... So the, my, it's going to be a short segment, as the rest have been. But I'm going to show you what a real beast, a uh, beast turtle looks like. This, this is Gamera. Um, 
You oh. may recognize him from Godzilla, um, Guardians of the Universe. There's there's a whole bunch. It's from now. This is a 80 meter tall, 1200 ton turtle. 80 meters for um, for us Americans is 262 feet. Now, if you're gonna call yourself a beast of Bosco, and you don't come with this energy right here, with this turtle, don't come at me at all. That's all. And that's all I have for this week's Modern Takes with Ryan, is stop calling things beasts if they're just turtles. Yeah. Do we need a? Do we need to make the... <laughs> the Bosco battle that say instead of swap water it says protein drink yeah. and it says <laughs> a the real co- beast is made yeah <laughs> have it be like a yes. workout show <laughs> oh. alright t- can we make that a t-shirt of the beast so here's what I want Kimmy alright Okay. picture this with me you have okay. the quote unquote beast of Bosco Standing in front of a mirror, holding a protein shake, <laughs> and in the mirror is Gamera or Gamara, and it and it and it's like, you know that old TikTok that was like, "Cause I'll never be him," and that's that's what I want. <laughs> Do you want me to make the Beast of Moscow super tiny in comparison? Yeah, yeah, so just a like, regular sized turtle. In front of a giant mirror with Gamara in the mirror. Um, yeah, that's what I want. Okay. And Done. the beast of Bosco, I need in I need beast in parentheses. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I feel like the amount of ridiculous merch I have made while working on this podcast is so vastly different than my personal art like some i know some of you listeners have been such beautiful gems and have like looked into my personal art stuff the lost world of she and it's such a different journey making stuff for this versus (laughs) making stuff because my personal stuff's like pretty woman mermaid hair flowy very warm peachy colors that make you feel of the ocean and then I come here and I'm drawing like the thick Loveland frogman and I was like I feel like something got lost lost in translation (laughs) but here I am (laughs) well I I freaking love that I feel uh I have too many crypto shirts to make one day when this manifesting where this is a full-time job and I don't got to do my other job, then I'll, I'll make a lot of really great merch for y'all one um, day. Speaking of full-time jobs, do you want to go hop over to announcements real quick? Yeah. Do, 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 Lord report. Do, 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 do. Um. It's Lord, <laughs> and we're giving you a report. Thanks for listening to the Lord report. Oh, well, you may have to do something every time. That was very cheaper, and I loved it. Okay. You want to start us off, Ryan? Yes. All right. Chat. We got big news coming your way. Um, 
So this was also my alluring fact, but if you happened to come late, um, I can't say much at the moment, but do know that there are going to be some changes around the alluring campgrounds, and we can't wait to share with you all. In the meantime, we'll be posting behind the scenes of what we're working on on our Patreon. Uh, we'll keep everyone updated through our episodes, but if you just can't wait and want to support the show, then head on over to patreon.com slash and become a patron. You're going to want to see this. We are... You're so excited. We're so excited. We're so excited for what's to come. And that being said, if you haven't checked out our website, alluring.com, you should go do that. Go check it out. See what is happening. Look at the merch shop because there are going to be some major changes happening to it visually. Like, we're still going to keep all our merch. Like, we know what we're about. But, like... We everything else is gonna change and it's it's looking pretty cool. So hint hint me winking at the camera. I, I actually can't really wink. That's why I think like I have really good charisma. It's cause I'm really bad at yeah. that. Okay. Um negative that, that was for <laughs> that was for all that was for all our video listeners. Yeah. Um just for you. A little Kimmy wink. <laughs> and um last thing uh, we need to address the um, 600-pound turtle in the campground. Um, <laughs> so we did record a live stream um, with three encounters sent in by you guys, our listeners. But there were some recording issues that we're not going to point fingers. Somebody didn't have a microphone. No big deal. Um, but needless to say, um, a one-sided conversation is not great content, so unfortunately we did not post those. Um, but, and you may be wondering, but what about my spooky encounter? Will I ever hit it live? Don't worry, that'll be part of the big news coming soon as well. Um, so in the meantime, uh, keep on sending in those spooky sightings, paranormal events, cryptid encounters, unless you don't have a photo, um, and true crime events. That has happened to you at alluring at gmail.com. That is alluring at gmail.com. Or message one of us um, in our Discord, or just post it in the Discord channel, um, which you can join by going to loring.com and finding the direct link on our homepage. You should message Ryan it. Yeah. Before you message me. Yeah. B to A. Yeah. <laughs> and I can't say why yet, but it, we will be able to say stuff soon. So, just as a little... A little teaser. I don't know. Is is there anything else you want to tease? I'll, I'll let you tease like another little thing about it. I want to tease this uh, alluring alignment chart. Oh. Hey. <laughs> All well, right. Great news. Let's We're do. on the exact same page. Oh. Um, I got a little lag here, so I'm just staring at the screen. Oh. Okay. Yeah, it's um. Okay. Look at that. Yeah. I mean. When we're talking just a beast, quote-unquote, um, I mean, how do you really put that on on a chart, you know? Like, 
Yeah. Because it's just vibing I, in the water. We only have one. We only have Harris's side of the story in this situation. <laughs> we don't have Oscar's side yeah. of the story. Now, Harris would don't. put it chaotic evil, for sure. Because he's trying to <laughs> blow it up with dynamite and he's gone. Yeah, full Eggman, like you said. I, I just love the vision of Eggman trying so hard to capture this giant turtle. Yeah, <laughs> dropping dynamite why, in the lake. And that's why I always just, like, giggle a little bit at it. Because I'm like... Because yeah. <laughs> that's so all I ridiculous. see. And it just... It cracks me up. It's And it's not, like, straight-up Eggman from Sonic. It's like a mix of Eggman and Nigel Thornberry. <laughs> and it's... Yeah. A really beautiful so much um yeah no i think we're we're very much on the same page i there's some some cryptids that i consider more forest spirits i actually don't consider this a forest spirit i think it's no definitely a cryptid yeah just from the amount of people that have seen it a forest spirit would be bigger than uh than a six foot tall turtle (laughs) that's true well the thing is like a lot more people find this to be believable than Bigfoot. And I yeah. think that's just because Bigfoot has so many things that has been considered hoaxes or have been dismissed, where this one had so many people at once see the creature. Yeah. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, theoretically, 200 people saw it at the same time. <laughs> Whereas Bigfoot, it's always like one person with a camera from the 1800s. But, yeah. <laughs> We, I feel like we just need, one day when we get there, we'll just do a live show in, like, an Oregon National Park. <laughs> <laughs> and, because the thing is, we won't be able to see it, but there's going to be some point where Bigfoot strolls behind us, mm-hmm. and everyone else will be able to see it. And guess what? No one will take a picture. Not one. Because we'll have we no cameras. We won't allow cameras at the event. <laughs> It will all come back we to us. We only allow <laughs> film film cameras at our event. No. There, there's like a little sign, <laughs> and it says what is acceptable, yeah. and it's a bunch of different retro Polaroid cameras. Yeah, that not even not really even work. Polaroid cameras. I'm talking the old school one where you have to hold the thing that like a light bulb explodes to take the photo. <laughs> Only those. You have to hold the pose for eight seconds. Yeah, only those will be allowed at the alluring, uh, at the alluring live show. (laughs) Get yours now, so you're ready. Yeah, get ahead of the curve. It does happen. (laughs) Get good tickets just, just for that. Well, well, it's nice. It's nice being on the same page. Yeah, I feel like I definitely believe in this creature more, but yeah, I, I think that's just a personal thing. I believe there is a beast of Bosco. I think the turtle theory or the alligator theory is holds a lot of water. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you don't you don't do the pun board for yourself? Come on. Holds oh holds a lot of water. <laughs> Yeah, that was an unintentional, uh, but I'll, I'll, I'll give it to myself. I, I deserve it. <laughs> well, that's, that was, a, that was just like a fun, that 
that to be quite delightful. Yeah, that was nice. Um, you got your you got your takeaway. Don't call yourself a beast unless you're at least um, sixty to eighty meters tall and weigh eighty to twelve hundred tons. And don't <laughs> trust men's measurements. Um, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> that's it. Yep. That's, that was a that great was a good solid one. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank you, everyone, so much for listening. This has been Alluring. Y'all just have the most alluring day you've ever had, and we'll catch you in the next episode. Bye. And that's all for this episode of Alluring. Thank you for taking a seat around the campfire and listening. If you want more Alluring, go check out our website, Alluring.com. That's A-L-O-R-E-I-N-G.com. You can also find us on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and Discord. If you have any questions, folklore, cryptid sightings, or urban legend you would like us to discuss, email us at alluring at gmail.com. If you like this show, please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. It's the best way to help support us and spread the word. Special thanks to Lane Hammonds for our music. If you'd like to show your support and have access to bonus content not posted anywhere else, visit our Patreon page today at patreon.com slash alluring and help us keep the firewood burning. Bye-bye now.